Young and the Restless. I'm Andrew. I'm Brian. I'm for Nick. Oh, that's oh. good. Long time to see, guys. Yeah, well, we saw each other. Has it we... been a while? Has it really it's been, been a month? Seen you. Yeah, I, I believe it's been a month. Let me double check. I thought it was like two weeks, but I could be completely off time. It's felt like a month. Well, in the time that we've been away, you had a match, right? Have we talked about we that? We talked about that. So it hasn't been that long. No. It was November 13th was our last episode, a very full So we deal. haven't done the Two recap weeks. of SummerSlam. Oh, no, of uh, Survivor, Survivor Series. Series. Yeah. So let me pull up the sheet. Let's do that. Yeah. Pretty sure I ran away with it. Again. No doubt. We'll have to do it again. <laughs> uh, let me pull that up. But yeah, so uh, how's everybody been? Uh, I've been good. I've been working on something with some people, uh, which has been awesome. Um, can't talk about it yet, but we will soon. Not We've been working on some stuffs behind the scenes. Uh, yeah, I don't know, I've been working, just doing. It's the holidays, so it's always kind of busy as shit. Yeah, shopping. Yeah. I hate shopping, and I've had to get gifts for people. My Spotify Wrapped was uh basically what I expected it to be. What was your number one? What was my? Number I guess one? number one album. Or song or artist. It's song. song uh, uh, my, my number one album was uh, Fearless Taylor's version. Okay. You listen to it that much since it came out? Dude, I love Taylor Swift. I know you do, <laughs> but I'm just saying. Um, it was that in the new uh, new John Mayer. Oh, oh that, yeah, that's that a good one. That didn't make my top ten. I thought that, or that didn't make my top. I thought that would, but um, as as I expected, is a uh, Los Angeles by Dougie Poole, one of my favorite new favorite artists. I, he's from Brooklyn. He's like an uh, like a cosmic country type stuff. Like it's uh, like hipster country. I love um, how Two Tickets to Paradise was on your. Yeah, uh, like I listen to that song player. a lot. I I do listen. That's so, your road song, your cruising song. Well, no, it's so I have a. I am so I'm a big fan of organization with like in computers and stuff. So I've <laughs> I've playlists and folders and folders and on the desktop what you can do is you can put it on shuffle and then double click a folder and it'll play a song from all the playlists in there. So for example, my work folder has 27 playlists in it. Jesus. That's no. one of the songs, but it's Top Songs USA, Hot Hits USA, Top Songs Global, Global, Vower 50 Global, Vower 50 USA, Top Top Today's Top Hits Clean, 90s Road Trip, Cancerous or uh, uh, Chances with Wolves, that's one that I made of like my favorite songs. That's a radio show that I listen to. Um 80s Hits, City Pop and Funk Japanese, Raised on Punk. The Essential Ska, All Out 90. It's just like a bunch of different, and then like a bunch of like country and like oldies. So, yeah, but that's why Two Tickets to Paradise was on there. Because for a while there, I was just listening to an 80s playlist at work. And as much as I love the 80s, I don't love it that much. Oh, you probably love the 80s more than anybody I know. Oh, 100%. I mean, have you seen my apartment? Mm-hmm. <laughs> my my main goal, first of all, my first main goal is to blow up and then act like I don't know nobody. And then my second main goal is I want to have a basement with, like, the wood paneling with, like, a tube TV and, like, an old, like, the floral, like, cloth meets wood couch. Like, so my, my uncle's basement. Exactly. Like, your pa- your mom and dad's basement yeah. is, like, my my dream basement. And then at the same time... You I'll, can go live there. You can. I, I, do I want to? No. Um, but, um, yeah, I've, I've always had a dream of just, like, having 
that thing and just having like WrestleMania's like one through twenty playing on the TV as I'm like putting together Gundam models in the background. <laughs> yeah, wow, anyways, yeah. that's interesting. Wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, do you have the do you have the scores? Yeah, I do you have the scores? So, uh, you want to go top first to last, last first. Well, yeah, wherever I'm last. <laughs> yeah, you are. So let's, Saturday Night Squabble. Let's see what happened. What happened in Survivor Series that got us in Survivor you... Series? Uh, Jimmy and Jay Uso lost, so that's negative four points. Yep. Um, and then Xavier Woods lost, so that's negative two points. Yep. And then Bianca Belair won, and that was twelve points. Huh. So you got a total of six points for a for a total for the season of thirty four points. Proud of those points. Proud Me, on point. the other hand, I got almost all my wrestlers except for two. The two that I traded out for two uh, cut wrestlers. Um, so I got negative two because Sasha Banks lost. I got eight for Roman Reigns winning. I got negative two for Charlotte losing. I got negative two for Drew McIntyre losing. Bobby Ashley got me 12 points. Kevin Owens got me 12 points. Uh, Apollo Crews got me two points. And then Carmella got me 12 points for a total of 40 points. Season total, 86 points. Gosh. Nick, on the other hand, didn't do too good. But he's, Survivor Series, yeah. But you, but you swept at Crown Jewel, but you still got... Yeah, because I won, I won Survivor Series, but you got 12 for Finn Balor. Negative two for uh, Big E, negative two for Shayna, negative two for Damian Priest, eight for Becky Lynch, 12 for Austin Theory, your man still holding yeah. on there. Matt Riddle got four, and Randy Orton got four for a total of 34 for a season total of 102 points. Woo! You got 62 points on the second the second event, yeah. the crown jewel. Um, yeah, so what do you guys think of Survivor Series? Uh, I'm not a big fan of the pay-per-view normally, yeah. but I didn't I didn't hate it. It was just there, you know. I really thought that we were going to get something at the end like The Rock, but we didn't get The Rock. We did get a golden egg. Yeah. And <laughs> your boy Austin Theory found the golden egg. That's awesome. He stole the golden egg. He, but so, he found yeah, it. Yeah, I don't yeah. like Survivor Series as a concept. Um, the, the Raw versus SmackDown thing. It sucks. No one cares. It's not a cool storyline that no one cares about. Yeah, you know, like I older... love when they did the NXT versus main roster type shit. That was really because cool. they try to put too many personal issues involved. Like WWE loves to bring up like like putting two people on a storyline together on a team and see. Let's see how they can work together. Well, it's the, it, it never works out now, does it? So it's stupid. I mean, I mean, Nikki Ash and Rhea Ripley are a pretty good team. Not anymore. They Not lost anymore. the belts. Oh dang. Okay, never mind then. Shows you how much I watch. But yeah. But yeah, but the nah. whole like like I don't mind teasing the rock, but it is so goddamn. The whole well, the, night it was a celebration of the rock. Well, like and... I feel like it's the only way they got him back was they would help promote this movie. But fucking Christ. But they yeah, they, I mean, you would think that the Rock would even come on the screen and do like a little promo or something, just because they did so fucking much. They like did. They his, hammered it into our heads the they, entire night. They promoted his shitty fucking Netflix. It is the number one most watched movie on Netflix of all time. Well, I mean, and I think that's why The Rock agreed. Like The Rock probably put down the contract that the only way that he would do it was that if it involved promotion around a movie he was doing. Like that's probably fine. that's probably his doing. Mm-hmm. 
And then he was in New York. He was doing Jimmy Fallon like the night before. And then I wonder if he decided not to do it last minute. Well, the, the, people were saying it was so shitty. He's like, yeah. nah, I'm not going to do it now. Like he's above it. And he yeah. is. He's above shit like that. I They're, mean, like, and I, I mean, WWE compared to like when he left to now is like a completely different product. Like, it's just like. I've been watching the Ruthless Aggression documentaries again yeah, because very good. that's an era that I totally missed. So it's a really good, like, just getting the inside It's scoop. an era that I overlooked. Exactly, right? yeah. Like, I got out of wrestling when the, I was just like, Brock Lesnar, pff, I, don't, I don't care. And now I'm just like, yo, Brock Lesnar's the fucking shit. Like, yeah. A lot of those matches were very, very good. Yes, but, um, but they talk about The Rock leaving to go to Hollywood and stuff like that. And if you look at his first couple of movies, they're kind of stinkers. Yeah, what was that one we saw in theaters that was really good? Oh, uh, Snitch. S- Snitch, yeah. Damn, that Snitch that was, was a so great good. movie. And then he was also in another movie called Faster, where he was like a convict that got out of prison, and he was like hunting down the people that like turned on him, and that was a good one. But when that, when that came out, there was also the rumor that he was going to be in Fast and Furious 7. So when when my friend Matt and I saw that cutout at uh, at Arundel Mills, we were just like, "Oh my god, the new Fast and Furious called Faster! That's crazy!" And then we went and saw it, and we were like, "Yo, this movie fucking sucks." He mm-hmm. doesn't talk at all. Another great one from that same time though is Pain and Gain. Pain and Gain is great. We saw that one as well. Yeah. That was a great movie. Um, but he was in the guy that directed Donnie Darko directed this other movie that was that also sucked. And um, The Rock was, like, a main character in that. And he was, like, that's when he got super skinny. And there was, like, the rumors that, like, The Rock had AIDS back in, like, 2006, 2007. I don't know. Holy shit, we're off track. When yeah, did, but, uh... <laughs> but, um, yeah, The Rock is, uh... I, yeah, I mean... I, when do you think he's going to come back? I don't think he's ever going to come back. Whoa. I'll, I'll put that... I'll put... Hot five. take. Do you actually have $5? I have $45. Oh, look at you. That's drug money, baby. It is. It's for buying <laughs> weed. Um, this $5 I'm going to put in this popcorn bucket, and you guys can split it up. If you guys want to put in, I don't think I don't think he's going to return at WrestleMania. I don't think he's I don't think he's going to return in 2022. I think he'll like pop up. I don't think he's going to wrestle. Okay. I'm okay. going Rumble. Yeah. You uh, think he's going to show up as number 30 in the Rumble? I don't <sighs> <laughs> I don't think he'll be in the Rumble, but I could see him showing up at Rumble. So, like when he raised Roman Reigns' hand, like like that type of thing, or him. Sh- I think he's gonna or him pulling confront. a Rousey. I don't. He's not gonna wrestle. If he does wrestle, he's not going to do anything in the ring until Mania. Yeah. If he does anything, all he's gonna do is show up to kind of set up something. If- I wish he would have showed up at Survivor Series and literally looked at Roman Reigns and then left. Left. And he could have not shown up on TV for another fucking month. And we would be wondering, like, oh, is it falling apart? Is the bloodline, like, you know, what the fuck's happening? Yeah. Um, if Brock Lesnar can show up for one day and leave for a couple weeks, like, The Rock can. Because who's his new opponent? Like, who's the new contender? Um, is it Jeff Hardy? Or is it Jeff Hardy going after someone? No, Sami Zayn, I think, is... Oh, no, that's... Yeah, Sami Zayn's number one contender now. Yeah, that's fucking crazy. Cool. Yeah, it didn't make sense, but I think he won something. Well, and then he did a dark match on Raw to like sell extra tickets. Yeah, um, Roman did. Yeah, Roman. Yeah, because Long then, Island was fucking. Well, here's the scoop. 
So WWE had it set. So that arena is new, and WWE had the set had it set up for like something like five or six thousand seats, and that's why people were like freaking out, like, oh, they've only sold like forty, and then like. And then WWE and like WWE fanboys were taking shots at AEW because every all the publications and dirt sheets were saying that that um, AEW only sold a thousand more tickets. But AEW also opened it up for the full capacity of eleven thousand people. Yeah, they so did it's a like, lot more. Yeah, so like if you look at the grand scheme of things, AEW did. But also, can we talk about? what we were talking about earlier about the seat fillers oh, yeah, and how people in fillers. people in in WWE were, were accusing Tony Khan of buying tickets and buying off like YouTubers and stuff like that and like hiring people to fill the seats and then WWE gets caught hiring um, seat fillers. I just thought that was great. Well, so even if I, I mean, I didn't see many photos from, I don't know what the fat that fuck that's was. that's uh that's my cat she's in heat she's howling oh um i didn't see many photos from the raw broadcast but when you watch aew they show like the entire arena you can see it's full like, oh yeah aew is not scared to show even empty seats like the camera mm-hmm. goes around but wwe kind of stays in like three spots and thanks they kevin will dunn always show those like three spots i also uh, we we brought up something earlier too how I didn't really notice how much a WWE pumped in crowd noise oh. until that promo spot between MJF and CM Punk where like the crowd was just like dead like but not like not dead you heard the one like a couple like the rumblings of a crowd but then at the same time you were just like enthralled by this thing They've been doing that since the 90s though. oh yeah i know like they've been accused of it many times but like you i never really like noticed it until like recently when i was like oh they're still doing that shit well like, i think the difference is is that the dynamics between the people who are actually cheering and the crowd pumped in noise because if you see a thousand people excited and then you have crowd noise on top of it you're like oh maybe they're that excited but people are not making any fucking visible like reactions, and there's this crowd noise over top. So, it's like this is very fake. So let's just take for it's example, like bad Foley. What's what's the biggest pop for WWE that you can remember recently? Like the biggest uh, Hardy Boys return at WrestleMania. Okay, so do you think that so do you think that that crowd was louder than CM Punk's return at AEW? Because I mean, that's a different more it was people, more people. more people, but also like. The thing is, is that the CM Punk, the crowd was so loud, it was louder than the music being played. Yeah. So, I mean, Chicago fucking brings it, right? And they all, also got, all got free ice cream. I'd be hyped up on sugar. I sent you guys the photo. Becky framed one. Yeah. Yeah, that was, man, I wanted that. I, I asked her to steal it, and she wouldn't. Um, I typed in The Rock storyline, and it brought up the movie For The Rock, starring Sean Connery and the, oh. the Criterion Michael Bay film. Um, but, um, yeah, so crowd noise is crazy. Um, <laughs> sorry, I got distracted. I'm not even high right now. Um, well, yeah, so I guess we'll, we'll see when the rock comes back. Somebody might get $2 and 50 cents. Somebody might get five bucks. You know, you may get a I might get my own $5 back. You know? Yeah. Let's see what, um, what do we got in here? <laughs> you got- what do I got? Oh, SummerSlam again. So, yeah. <laughs> Well, did anybody watch AEW last night? I think we all did. I did. Because I did. I, you didn't? Oh, I did. Oh, yeah. I so, had the worst wings of my life and watched it. Where'd you get them? 
down the street. Today's pizza. Today's pizza's pizza is great. The wings are the bad. Pe- which I didn't know. The pizza was amazing. <laughs> the subs are great. The wings are bad. The um, wings are but, really bad. Um, yeah, so fun fact. Becky came over, and then she was like, I got to leave. Uh, and I was like, okay, well, if you want to fall asleep. So the intention was to watch <laughs> Grandma's Boy because she'd never seen it. And it's one of my favorite. It's in my, it's in my top 10 favorite movies of all time. Uh, it still holds up. It's still great. Um, but we started the movie so early and she fell asleep during it. Like eight o'clock came around and I was like, maybe I can sneak in some wrestling. So like I turned it on and then she like kind of like adjusted herself and like sat up and like started. Pay- so I think my girlfriend is full on AEW is no longer just a jungle boy fan is now like an AEW fan, but she still fell asleep. Yeah. But I mean, dude, last night was pretty good. I really enjoyed it from start to finish. Great show. Yeah. I wonder like how many viewers they're pulling in now, if it's consistent because uh, I know it was low for a while, but I don't know if that's because of football and the holidays and shit. Um, let me check. Cause I, I mean, saw... I'll tell you my. Yeah, because you're not an AEW fan. I mean, I I don't hate like I I don't think it's weird. So I like some of the wrestlers. I I still just look at it as an indie show. Like I feel like they don't do enough storyline wise to reel me in. Like they do a lot of like random matches that are like. Oh, it's cool that these two indie guys are working together, but it's like I don't need to see that. Like, it, and it's weird to me. Like, I don't need to see a match just to see a match. Like, I want mm-hmm. if I'm watching a wrestling television program, I want a television show. So yeah, so I feel like they they do a good job of building a storyline and keeping it going with like little subliminal messages here and there. I watched something on Parts of Unknown recently about uh, Hangman Adam Page's run and how like he split off from the dark order when FTR showed up. And apparently like when he signed a contract, there were like two beers and that was supposed to mean like FTR was there, but they're like pressuring him to drink, but not drinking with him, like trying to get him drunk to like kind of bend him to their own will. And then when he won the belt, they get the dark order gave him a beer and he threw it. He threw it to the ground and like hugged him. And it was just like, there's some good storytelling on AEW, yeah, like the, like but the C- it's not consistent. Yeah, the CM the Punk, thing. the CM Punk MJF stuff that build up. I'm excited for this shit. Oh, it's gonna be great. But then he just MJF went, has to win though. And then he just went and just like beat up a fucking jobber that well, nobody exactly. cared about. That's yeah. what pissed me off. Was like you have don't if you're building up to this big climactic match between MJF and Punk. Punk shouldn't be wrestling a single motherfucker. No, nah. because he doesn't want to look. Weak at all, because obviously, because Punk's a good guy, he's a veteran. He's gonna give this no-name guy a s- spots, right? And mm-hmm. it's gonna make Punk look bad if this no-name guy is doing hitting these moves on this guy, leading up to this fucking match against NJF. Mm-hmm. You want you don't want nothing going mm-hmm. on until they collide. Maybe I mean the, on uh, the broadcast last night was it last night or last week? It was last. Uh, and MJF was saying like. You know you're having trouble beating the likes of QT Marshall. That was other- last. That was last week because Raw did the did the thing where they where Edge was yeah, telling was Miz that yeah. But yeah. he's he said like you're having trouble. So maybe they're kind of building it up like CM Punk can barely beat QT Marshall, and now MJF is gonna overtake him. I mean, if MJF doesn't beat him, I I'm fully done with the he CM has Punk to. shit. Yeah, I mean, I, I need to at least see CM Punk lose at some point, and who better to fucking beat him? 
than an MJF. I mean, I feel like they've missed out on plenty of opportunities to shove a rocket up MJF's ass. Oh yeah. Well, oh yeah. He he hung around Jericho way too long. He hung around well, Cody there was too some long. Shit there, but yeah, it was too fucking. MJF much. should be. Too, I think he should be the face of the company. Well, they're saying that Ooh. he's one of the four pillars. Like it. It's him, Jungle Boy, Darby Allen, and um, who's the other guy? Well, well, out of the ones you just named, MJF's the only one I give a fuck about. Yeah. I yeah. mean, Jungle Boy. Jungle Boy is a fan favorite. <laughs> Darby Allen is. Darby J- Allen's got his own. Jungle Boy is a fan favorite just because of what. His reputation. Oh, Sammy Guevara is the fourth one, who oh, I think yeah. is an amazing wrestler. He's for, okay for as as young as he is. But um, but uh, you know what's weird? Mm-hmm. Are there any black guys in AEW? Like like main roster black guys? Yeah, uh, Powerhouse Hobbs. Um, yeah. you have um, uh, Scorpio the... Sky. Yeah. Um, you have uh, does Taz count? No. Okay. No, I, I don't no. think he's black at all. Um, <laughs> I, th- I, well, I mean, it, they have I, uh, the women. Oh yeah, yes. and then you had you had um you have um Big Swole just left. What's, Big Swole, uh, uh, Jade Velvet, Cargill? J- Jade, uh, Velvet Sky or Velvet Red, Red Velvet, Red Velvet, and then uh, Brandy and then Brandy Rhodes. Um, man, this is, this is See, actually that's hard. Point. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, that's, that's what I think. WWE does a good job of like. Doing that now, which they're, they're getting, getting there, like yeah. a good a good cultural mix. Like yeah. you have you have a wrestler, you have a superstar for everybody. And like even back in the nineties, they had it, but they they were kind of like cultural and sensitive about it. But they still had a very vast range of wrestlers. Yeah, I'm trying to think. Yeah, I guess. And WWE is still trying to do that with like you know Mansoor and uh, fucking. Oh, dude, fucking what's this? Uh, uh, the fucking the rappers. Oh, uh, yeah. You have Private Party and you have The Acclaimed. Isn't that an Asian guy? No. 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 Anthony Bowens and uh, the other dude. And then you have Private Party, which is the two dudes. And then you have that one guy who I'm like, I can't fucking stand seeing this guy. The guy that they keep, th- that like Team Taz was trying to sign uh, him. Leo Rush and that other guy. Yeah, yeah. He, he, uh, oh, and then you have Anthony of Go-Go. Yeah, there's a lot. I got, I got, but, I got the roster I guess here. The pro- not the problem, but the difference is My like they, they're not they don't shove them. it down not, their yeah. throat. Yeah. Like WWE is like, hey, look at us, really pushing. Yeah. Uh, you know, a minority. That's yeah. us. We're really pushing them. And then and you they had, want praise. They want you to go. Yeah. Yeah. And then <laughs> and then good job. And then you have um you have Jay Lethal who just signed, but I mean he got like Jay Lethal should have came in and wrecked shop in my opinion. Like he's like one of those dudes that's like a journeyman. He's been everywhere. And then like him coming in for like yeah, where is he at? He wasn't on. He came in. He lost to Sammy Guevara, and then he's just been off TV. I think he's been on Dark or Elevation. I haven't caught up on those. I'm getting too excited now. Hey, um, this is a little off track, but since we're just kind of on tangents, what do you think is going to happen to uh, what's Tangent the, Tangent Fest? Name of our name of this episode in our. I our got pay-per-view. a good question next the, after this one. Those uh, the fucking brothers from Ring of Honor. Oh, the Briscoes. Yeah, what do you do you think they're gonna go to AEW? Think I think they're gonna, gonna go to Impact. You know, G- uh, GCW is gonna fucking get. Oh yeah, GCW has been signing a shit ton of people, and then um they and then MLW also signed a bunch of people too. So like, an MLW has they were gonna have the show on Vice. Now it's on Wednesdays on YouTube after Dynamite. So that's. That's my Wednesday nights. I watch that shit one point two five speed. You know, it is interesting because now there is a lot more opportunities to stay like I don't want to say semi pro, but like in that aspect of independent. 
Oh, like independent, but like a major independent kind of yeah, deal. Yeah. So like even like even like the NWA, like that that was on YouTube for a while. And now it's on Fight. Like, I like mean, Nick Aldis could go anywhere, but he doesn't want to. Yeah, Aldis. He's it pretty was, content. It was Aldis and the, the guy that won the belt off of him on on this week's NWA. Um, M something. I mean, like Hughes. if yeah. I was like if I was younger and I was in talks of getting signed anywhere, I don't think I would go to AEW right now. Oh no! Just because like there's too much going on already. Yeah, like personally, I think that and like, I definitely wouldn't go to WWE. I have been getting a little fatigued by AEW of just being like, okay, well, on the two main shows, which are the only like canonical shows that people actually watch, I'm like, I'm seeing the same fucking people, like all this blah blah blah, like you know, like I'm finally becoming that guy that's like burnt out after almost three years of AEW, but I still, and but when those moments do happen they're more powerful and emotional for me than in WWE where I'm just like, God damn it. But then like on the flip side, WWE does have like those things where like when they give you a moment, they give you a fucking moment. Like they give you something to remember where like, I feel like so far, but few and far between anymore. Yeah. And then like AEW is just like, you know, with all these releases and stuff, like don't, don't become, impact like don't become that early impact you know like you know so who do you think would be the first to leave aew kenny omega or mjf i yeah i don't think mjf's gonna leave i think he's talked about it so much i could see kenny going somewhere else i I think somebody's somebody big's gonna leave and go to fucking wwe someone big's gonna have to leave do you think they're gonna leave and go to wwe or do you think they're gonna go back to new japan like new japan's a thing now like still a thing you know i think it depends as much as nick hates it impact is actually like decent now like with like them like somebody's gotta leave i think it, it depends on their age and what they want right if they're like coming to the end of their career and they want to do one more run and make a quick million dollars, then they'll hit WWE. Yeah, I mean, it's, fucking why wouldn't you? There's there's gonna be so much money on the table for anybody to right, uh, and that's what I feel like if you're leave. if you're already an established name, yeah, I'm going from AEW to WWE probably isn't a bad idea if you're just like if you're in it for like a quick run. Yeah, to get in, get out. And you make know, I money. think Daniel Bryan will go back. I feel like he would. Oh yeah, one hundred percent. End his career there. Um, he'll yeah. make fucking tenfolds just going back. Dante Martin, that's the guy I was trying to think of. Who? Dante Martin, the wrestler I don't fucking give a shit about, but they keep shoving down our throats. I like him. He's a young kid. He's like he's, twenty. Yeah, but still, like he, he was a tag team wrestler with his brother, and then his brother got injured. Now his brother's not injured, and they just he's still on the roster, but they don't. He, where is he? Where are you? Yeah, we don't. Where need are you, him. Darius? Don't need him yet. Yeah. Um. But do you think Ethan? Like, do you think Ethan Page is too old to go to WWE? Mm. Like him and Scorpio Sky. Like, I mean, both of those are like great dudes who haven't. I just don't know if they have a lot to offer. To WWE. I don't think they have a lot to offer. Yeah. And then with WWE going this younger, edgier direction, like... At least for NXT, yeah. Yeah, but NXT fucking sucks lately. Did you see that Money in the Bank shit they were doing on Tuesday? No. I I like the way that they're doing the show, but it's just not my cup of tea. Yeah, yeah like, I like I don't... I'm not gonna follow You were, it. like, you no. were watching it for a couple weeks there. Like, I think Braun... I think, uh... I like the idea. I just... <laughs> I, I'm not gonna watch it. But I like the idea of giving these guys pushes and like a lot of more tv time they get ready for whenever they mm-hmm. get called up 
but it's not. I'm not gonna enjoy watching the, the oh. TV show. Yeah, Braun yeah. Breaker apparently has only been wrestling for like a year and has had eight matches on NXT and is like doing like top rope like Frankenstein's and shit. And it's like it's in his jeans or it's in his tights. Um, <laughs> but, <laughs> um, no, but um, he. Uh, like he's getting that push, and I think he's fucking. He's like one of the, like a young John Cena. I could see him I being like a him. new face, like yeah. Braun. I hate it at first. Also, I noticed that it's B R O N, and you could still use Braun Strowman's theme because it you know, it's the same name. It's just spelled differently. So wonder when uh, I tried Braun... to make a meme about that, and I was just like, nah. <laughs> I wonder I when Braun Strowman's gonna show up somewhere uh, or the fiend. He's an impact. Apparently, or he's signed to Impact. Apparently, uh, apparently, he, apparently, he has a lot of money too. Yeah, yeah, I wouldn't doubt it. I know he he was doing his like uh, bookings, like his booking fee was nuts. It was like ten grand. Yeah, I nothing. Don't really know. Don't care. I don't, um, I don't need to pay ten grand to see a big man give shoulder tackles on the outside think, of the ring. <laughs> now, question for you: Do you think Negative One would ever sign with WWE? No. No. Do you think he's dead? I think he's going to be a doctor. He's already he's already the T he's the lifetime TNT champion. I don't know who negative one is. It's Brody, Brody Lee's, Lee's son. son, the little kid. Oh, yeah. Um, he was given a lifetime AEW contact contract. contract yeah, he's he's when he's eighteen, he's just signed at AEW if he wants to. If he wants to wrestle, seems pretty. Sorry, I keep I keep, I keep not working like the camera. <laughs> Hold on, I'm trying. I'm looking at the roster. I'm trying to find people that might leave. Um, but they're all either like too old or they're like you know they're well i mean not even leave the wde i mean just go somewhere else go, oh yeah then i see a bunch of people like you know like fucking i could see i could see uh who we got here i could see ricky starks because he started at nwa yeah and he was great and kingston started in nwa as well or that was like his first like big promotion um i could see sammy guevara going anywhere and doing great shit um but do you think that AEW wrestlers have that kind of like cult mentality, kind of like WCW wrestlers did, but without the big money contracts. Like just like I think that's the only reason why WCW wrestlers had that because of yeah. the money. Yeah, uh, I I think AEW is establishing themselves enough that there aren't going to be a lot of people leaving. I I I mean they're still a young company, but they're you so know. a lot of their contracts are coming up next year. And I can see them doing a mass release. Like, I feel, and I feel like they should. They should because they're they're new, so they they need to like refocus their business model for the next whatever new contract. Or they need to add an hour to Rampage or something. Or because yeah, they, they have a lot of talent that's not doing anything. Well, it, they are, but they're just nobody's watching them because it's on dark and elevation and yeah, stuff. But, yeah, but, but, I also but, but that's but that's not doing anything for them for the wrestlers. No. Yeah, but it's, I don't. It's given them. Shows. It's given them screen time and like showing them like how to work the camera and like you know because it's the same camera setup as all yeah, the but, other but stuff. But that's like. It's like the Crash Hollies that you only saw on Sunday Night Heat, and it's like, yeah, whatever. And then, but yeah. I, I I equate it to like main event. Like when I remember when when Andy still lived here, and we were watching WWE every week, and he would watch NXT and fill me in. I would watch main event and fill him in because he'd just be like, "What's what's like Dana Brooke up to? What's you know Jeff Hardy up to, and all that?" And I'm like, "Dude, they're all on main event. Like that's where all the that's where the mid carters go to die." Like yeah. essentially, like, but that's where like you see like Bronson Reed and like Karrion Cross had a debut match on like you know when they're like oh they were there for a dark match that shit was filmed for main event, so, um, but main event not that bad, 
Is this still on? It's on Hulu. Uh, it's like a Hulu exclusive. Hmm. So I'm not gonna watch it. Nope. Yeah, it's it's an hour. You can't put it on 1.25 speed legally. Legally. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, uh, I got the dynamite results here. Um, I do like this whole Brian Danielson coming for Hangman by going through the Dark Order. Like going, yeah, sure, yeah, I think sure, that- but I mean, like they've done that angle like three times already. Yeah, I mean, I I wish they would just not have these guys wrestle to a point. Like Nick was saying, like you just just don't have them fucking wrestle for a while. Yeah, like well, that's also what AEW just come out do promos. That's, like, yeah, I mean, that's what AEW you can, you can build up storylines so much better by not having them work and then let other people do things in the ring. Yeah, let the younger talent. Do shit in the ring, build storylines that way. Just have the main guys come out, cut promos, cut promos, and get you more like they did, the like they did, and then to sell the pay per view, yeah. or do one of like the monthly pay per views or something. Like for example, I think Winner is coming. I feel like they next need to get more pay per views. So do you think yeah, they? How should, many do they do in a year? They do four pay per views, and then they do eight of the TNT like the specials, like like Bash at the Beach, uh, Fight for the Fallen, um. Uh, winter is coming, like you know, like all those ones, like uh, the the Jericho cruise, like when they do the one broadcast from the but, one where they have all the type. They're doing another one. I think it's either this month or next month. And it's essentially their version of Clash of Champions. Like every belt is up for grabs. They have four mm-hmm. pay per views, but they're but they're only named two different things, correct? No. So you have full, full gear, gear, all out. Um, Winner's coming. No, that's not. Is that's that, a pay per view, right? Uh, no, because Sting debuted on TNT. Um, AEW pay per views. Um, list of all elite pay per view events. Here we go. Let's just yeah, they're all the same. All out, full gear, double or nothing, revolution, double, double or nothing. nothing. Yeah, revolution. Yeah, that was. And then one. Fighter Fest and Fight for the Fallen were originally pay per views, and then those were replaced with Revolution and. Um, that's it. They were just replaced with Revolution. Hmm. <laughs> um, but yeah, um, I'm looking at yeah, Battle of the Belts is January 8th at the Bojangles Coliseum in Charlotte, North Carolina. Um, Bojangles. Yeah, but um, so Daniel Bryan opened it up. I also like that Daniel Bryan is using a different finisher in every match. That's like some meta shit that like. Yeah, it's kind of cool. Yeah. Um, uh, Brian and uh, and then you know some taunts, all this other stuff. Uh, Lee Moriarty versus Best in the World CM Punk. Um, I didn't need that match at all. Nope, didn't nope, need to happen. Don't even know who the fuck this Moriarty guy is. Fucking Sherlock Holmes, his brother and uh, arch enemy. It's Sherlock Holmes joke for you guys. Um, <laughs> uh, Wardlow and Wardlow with Sean Spears versus AC Adams. Oh, that was a squash. I kind of fuck with Wardlow. I like yeah, the, I like big I beefy boys. Um, I, Sean Spears hit that fucking dude with some weird chair shots. He is the uh, he is the, the chairman match. of the board. It he looked is. fucking rough, dude. Speaking of rough, the end of that card. Oh, so you have Sting and Darby Allen uh, via pinfall winning over Gun Club. Gun Club. Who I. I I am in love with Gun Club, dude. Gotcha. I am, I, I'm just gonna say I think Billy Gunn's in the best shape of his life. He looks better than his fucking sons. Okay. Like, it's cool to see. Uh, Ruby Soho and Chris Statlander for the T- uh, TBS title uh, quarterfinal, and then Soho won. Um, I do like hearing Tony Schiavone sing Ruby Soho by Rancid. 
it's uh cringy hilarious so when when's the move to tbs uh january oh nice um you think ruby soho is gonna take it all oh 100 percent. yeah i think so um yeah <clears throat> and then um you I have like, i feel like she has to yeah who else i'm glad she's getting a big push she's she's cool i like she, her gimmick she's a i mean i think she's a, i think she's a great wrestler you know who just like an underutilized in wwe um and it and then we had thunder rosa um so the the finals are nyla rose versus ruby soho versus thunder rosa and jake cargill oh wait is it a four-way no, it's those two, and then the winner oh, of those the... go on to. Okay. Yeah. So this was the quarterfinals. Then Fuck, you have the Jake Cargill could win. Jake Cargill could fucking win, and if she did, I would not be upset. She scares the fuck out of me. <laughs> um. Yeah. So out of those two, Jake Cargill and Ruby Soho, I think both of those are going to win. They're going to go and put on a barnstormer on January fifth, twenty twenty-two. Nice. Yeah. That'd um, be a good day. Is that a uh, winter is here? Let's find out. Winter's coming. <laughs> Winter's here. Winter's next year. Winter's coming. Um, uh, January fifth is it's a it's a dynamite. It's uh because the eighth January eighth is a battle of the belts. Let me look at my calendar here. Um, talk amongst yourselves, guys. Well, we also need the rest of the card from last night. Yeah. Um, well, I'll just say this: Cody Rhodes. First. January 5th is a Wednesday, so that is a dynamite. But yeah. First, this guy. Enjoy. Yeah. That match. So yeah, finally, Atlanta Street Fight. La, La Sambara Andrade El Idolo with Jose versus the American Nightmare Cody Rhodes with Arn. Is this when Arn Anderson took the bump? Yeah, when I wasn't really a bump. When stage. he just literally, <laughs> he literally just went, woo. Like, that probably sucked, dude. He's too old to be slipping like that. Don't. It's going to break on, a man. hip. I'm not don't to you just don't like stop like like I've said many times let these fucking men retire like let Earl, leave Earl Hebner and Jr alone like I mean I, if they love it that's cool but like I don't need to fucking like I and you're talking to a dude that loves the 80s and the 90s like I love nostalgia I don't need to see Jr and like Arn Anderson and fucking sting and you don't have cjr anymore don't worry i love jr if jr does pass i will fucking cry and i'm gonna call out i think he's doing good his cancer's yeah because he did a treatment on it but yeah um yeah la la sambara uh versus the american nightmare it was a very good match to start and then it became like pretty brutal Mm-hmm. I think AEW does that very well, like putting on these like brutal indie style. They fucked up that ending though. His back looked so bad. Oh, he looked burnt to yeah. shit. So for those that haven't watched, I don't know why he didn't wear a shirt. Or because he's Cody Rhodes. He <laughs> fell like right into it. He was doing a suplex, but he didn't suplex Andrade into it. Yeah. He just took it all on his own. I think it was just the table placement, blah, blah, blah. You know, just mistakes. But then the made. shit was all over his back. Like, I assume it all melted. I'm okay, sure, so... I, I, it, I mean, I'm sure they put, like, petroleum jelly on each other. It's the it's the, it's the the edge trimming. So, like, the like on the side of, like, the arcade cabinet and all that. So, like... But it's all melted off. Yeah, it's rubber and plastic. Like, why didn't they just fucking remove that if that's... Because I know they have, like, gimmick chairs and shit. It's yeah. like, you know Brandy Rhodes is going to light this shit on fire, like... 
By the way, they lit a table on fire, and then Cody Rhodes went through it instead of putting Andrade through it. And when he was like had little parts of him still on fire when he was yeah. on the ground. Do you think he did this because the people threw the belt back last week? Like, and because he said that he will never turn heel. So Cody Rhodes is, if he's one thing, he's a man of his word. He lost to uh, whoever uh, early on, and I think it was early on, like Dynamite episode three or four, where he said, I'll never challenge for the AEW championship again, and then made himself TNT championship. <laughs> yeah. Um, terrible neck tattoo. Um, yes. And then, um, but then he was like saying lately that he would never turn heel because of his kid, and like he has too many like um, duties as like a board member, as like a spokesperson that he that like it wouldn't make sense for him to be like I fucking hate kids and then like go make a wish you know what I'm saying like yeah I mean I think he's gonna have to turn heel because the crowd is not liking him anymore do you think he could be that like the Kurt Angle type of heel where like he's basking in it and like being like I'm a face but like everybody's just like you suck like why not I I mean that'd be great I could see him doing it but yeah his back was fucked up he had little fucking little fires everywhere, yeah. like that movie, like that TV show. Like it was fucking. <laughs> that was a great TV show, by the way. We're going off on a lot of tangents, but or I am. <laughs> but um, yeah. So it was a good card yeah, altogether. Cody, Cody won reverse suplex through a flaming table. That match was absolute insanity. It was terrific brawl, but the finish was unbelievable, and I didn't see it coming. Right? Where are you, Josh Bootwell? How do you how did you not see that coming? I think everyone WrestleView.com. Saw that. That like, I saw that I don't coming think the first saw, five minutes into um, the match. You you saw a flaming table coming into play. I didn't see a flaming table, but yeah, I knew somebody was going yeah. through two tables because they did the corner table spot, and then they had the, the arm flame. drag. Yeah, and then. Um, I thought last night was five out of five Andrews. It was pretty good. Um, Nick, how'd you like your first AEW episode? First one? <laughs> I mean, it was fine. I mean, it just, again, like there's just a lot of stuff that for me just doesn't need to be there. Yeah. And then also back to like the quality, like WWE versus AEW, like, like the differences. I've also noticed that like W, so like WWE's has more like cinematic look to it and is more like bright and stuff. Where like AEW has those cinematic looks when they're doing the pans around the when they're using the 8K camera to do the pan around the ring as like people are doing flips and shit, which I think is really cool. But when they're like cutting promos, it's very new Japan, it's like very bright lights and like they and it's like a they kind of dark but also not dark, like they. Like they don't turn the lights off fully on the crowd, but they also have. The, maybe I'm just used to a to WWE just turn the lights off on the crowd. Yeah, I mean the WWE, like it's so. I everything outside the ring is darkened, right? Yeah, because they, yeah. they want you to focus. Yeah, just yeah. focus on the ring. Where like AEW, on the other hand, has like that it's new about Japan the whole just experience. like yeah, it's like. Smoke, which of, I like. Oh yeah, like I feel like AEW fan, like you know. You're going to have asshole fans for everything. There's oh, yeah. just because you have X going on in your life doesn't mean it's going to you're not going to be an asshole. Like that's what I've always said in my life. But like it also seems like AEW fans are more like it is a more hardcore show. Like it is for more like wrestling fans, like as we've mentioned many times. But I feel like it is one of the more accessible like the fans are more willing to be like, hey, like, come on, like, let me tell you everything. I also feel like that also has to put up with, like, 
them only being around for like three years. So there's less of a backstory to tell where like AEW, it's just like this. It's like trying to watch fucking days of our lives for the first time today. Like you have 60 fucking years of storyline. You mean WWE? Watching WWE? No, I'm talking about days of our lives, the soap opera, because WWE. You said AEW. Okay, well, I meant WWE. (laughs) Where, Where WWE, on the other hand, is like days of our lives, where it's like you have fucking... 60 fucking years of like story and like oh well like when we had rick on we we're like yeah the fucking montreal screw job and somebody said everybody knows that and rick was like i don't fucking know what that is like you know but yeah he also wasn't a wrestling fan yeah he does love dolph ziggler and that's it <laughs> uh, don't we all yeah uh we should get another guest on soon um, i would love to have a guest yeah. if you would like to be a guest on young and the restless i should also check our voicemail i haven't checked that in like months <laughs> um yeah, I mean, I don't really have anything else. Um, uh, we should do another trivia episode soon. We definitely need another trivia. Yeah, somebody come for this fucking title, yo. Yeah. Um, it's right here, waiting for you. Let's ask Devin. We could. Devin, oh. De- Devin does want to come on. And Devin, we were his number one listened to podcast. Yeah. Let's do it. Let's ask him. Devin, I'm calling you out, buddy. You're coming on this fucking show, and you're coming for this belt. And I'm going to fucking take you down. Just like I've taken down everybody else, except for Max. We should have Max back on. Yeah, I would love to have Max, Max back on. Ma- we should, if Max, Max, we should give Max the right to first refusal. So how do you want to do, if we have Devin on, do you want to do just you versus him? Maybe we should just do one-on-one. That I mean, that, I, I'll take sure. that. I accept that challenge. I'll put, I'll put another five on that. <laughs> God, you're going to be broke, man. I won't have enough weed. No. Um, I, I, I would also like to have... Um, I mean, I don't know how we do one-on-one, but we could figure it out. Yeah. I mean, I did like when... Um, fuck. J- Justin? Nick's friend? Pod Sam? Rick, Sam. When Sam was on the pod. <laughs> Sam. Sam Roberts. Justin Roberts. Yeah, exactly. Um these keep falling down um it's cool they'll vibrate away um but uh we should i i liked when he did it because he had the whole oh slip. that was a whole maybe thing. he can make one and <laughs> you guys can host it that'd be cool yeah do a whole thing this will be a pay-per-view we'll live stream it on youtube um we don't have to i mean um let's see what Devin's let's doing just see, next week let's just see what we can get going yeah, because I think we've done enough of the, uh, bra- not brackets, the fucking fantasy shit. Yeah, um, I think it's get time a to trivia. get trivia. We'll get a, to get we'll get a guest. I'll, uh, I'll get someone. Oh man, we got, we got Jimmy a, Dream. I can get Jimmy Dream. We yeah, got a, dude. We, got, we should have Jimmy Dream on. <laughs> we got a lot of voicemails. Uh, Do we? Well, we don't need to listen to them all right now. Oh, we're listening to this one. We have 25 of these. <laughs> All for the same number? <laughs> nice. Dude, who had it before? I have no idea. It's just like a robocall. And then um, we have a verification code. We have a, you've been selected to receive 75,000 USD from IMFNUN to receive kindly to send your bio data email. And then we have me doing the test saying it's Kane. Well, <laughs> yep. Time to pull that number down because nobody fucking called it. <laughs> Not even Devin's called it. No. Uh, yeah, that's kind of bullshit. Devin, why have you called us before your number one podcast? 
And then, uh, Probably because they know no one's going to answer the fucking phone. Steve, yeah. Steve, well, it's That's meant to we do. Let it just ring the voicemail. <laughs> you can give us a call at 410-929-4469. Again, that number is 410-929-4469. Which is a great number. It's almost 42069. Yeah. Yeah, that's great. Um, but yeah, so any other plops, drops, flip, tweets, flip, creeps? No, nothing yet. Um, Nick, I do you have any events coming up? No, not until maybe next uh, next month. Or no, maybe. I don't know yet. No. I might be wrestling this month. I may not be. Didn't you go to PA? Did we talk about that one? Yeah, know. it was a shit show. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, he tag team. Right? Tag teamed. I hate tag teaming, and I'm gonna get every time I say that I get shit for it. I oh, hate tag teaming. Right? Yeah. That's a different one. Um. Yeah. So. Um, dude, your extended warranty is really about to expire. Dude, I, dude, I. Whenever they call, I just go, I don't have a car, and they hang up immediately, and then they never call me back. <laughs> Fuck them. Yeah, but anyways. Uh, well. I'm so, go. Devin, calling out the challenge to you. Max, you have the right to first refusal because you are the only one that has actually won on the pre-YouTube era of the show. <laughs> yes. Um, any other any guys? Lynn, you got anything going I on? I got nothing, man. I'm, no, I mean, it's kind of a slow time. I mean, the winter months are always kind of slow yeah, for like, wrestling. Yeah. I mean... Um, I'm down to still do weekly or even do drop-ins or whatever. But like late, like we don't got anything going on until day one, which is January first. First. Oh, oh, we need. To, we didn't even talk about fucking um, all out or full gear. Oh, yeah, yeah. we did. No, we did. I feel like we did because we were all together. Yeah, because we all watched it together. Oh, maybe we did the episode before. We did. We did day. the. We yeah. That's what we did. It was great. Uh, my cat attacked my friend's dog. Yeah, that was that was pretty. That cool. was the highlight. And then you and then you brought your dog up, and then five minutes. I was like, nah, fuck this. Yeah, and then this too this, many animals in one. And then this lady was all like, wow. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> you could hear it's like, doo, 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 doo. yeah. Uh, you want to do it some more? Yeah. But anyways. All right. Oh, okay. Oh, <laughs> that's what she sounded yeah, like. <laughs> she did not like She's that. She's fine. She's fine. And on that note, <laughs> thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. <laughs>